What up, what up, what up, people? Today, let's talk about pricing. This is something I like to talk about a lot, and I have great news for you. Um, recently, I've had some people who have raised their prices, and I wanted to report to you that, guess what? Three specific people, two for sure, two, two people have reported that their clients said, well, it's about time, one person said their clients did not bat an eyelash. Um, so I want to talk about your clients probably want to pay more, but you just got to implement it. Now, there are a bunch of clients that might already be questioning your prices and saying, well, why and how come and so much? So you would assume they probably don't want to pay more or not. But these are for your loyal, loyal clients. There was a girl, she's on Instagram. You can look her up. You can DM her. Her name's Glam Bliss, at Glam Bliss. She came up to me recently at a beauty show and she said that she raised her prices based on listening to my podcasts and taking my pricing class. And she said that when she raised her prices, a number of her clients told her, well, it's about time. Like, I thought you've been undercharging for so long. And then guess what? Someone else said to her, you know, I've been giving you an extra tip, like an extra hefty tip. Do you notice it? Um, because I think that you're undercharging yourself. So I was making up for it in the tip. This is so important for you to hear this because so many people um, get into bad relationships with their business. You know, they, they don't feel like they're making enough, but they don't feel like they can charge more. And then they're upset and they don't feel like they can charge more because it has to do with a lot of worth issues on their part. But mostly on the outward side, we'll just say, oh, it's because my clients won't pay more, or I think I'll lose all my clients. Like it's this anticipated fear. Like I think I'll lose all my clients, but I've been giving this class for almost about a decade now. I've helped thousands and thousands of people raise their prices. And I haven't had one person tell me, oh, all my whole clientele left or a large portion of them, or even one or two people. There's been one person that has reported back to me that an older woman you know, in her 70s or 80s on like a fixed income, but hey, we're all on a fixed income if we're actually keeping our numbers, but that's besides the point. But an older woman who just could not afford it, it wasn't going to work. She's not going to be able to afford this $5 additional stuff. So she was the only one. And we worked out a plan where she still got grandfathered in and stayed. But, you know, if I've taught this class for 10 years, thousands and thousands of people, and no one is losing their clients, and clients, lo and behold, are saying, oh, it's about time. There's another um, guy, his name's uh, Nintendo. He raised his prices about two years ago from taking my class and talking with me. And he said, oh, I heard an Instagram video that you posted. And I am one of those people that is letting my clients run me and I'm not running my clients. So we worked together. I, um, you know, he took my pricing class and he raised his prices. And guess what the clients told him? Same thing. It's about damn time. I think they threw in a damn. It's about damn time. You've been undercharging. You've been doing great nails and he does really great pedicures. So take it from me. These are two people that have had success stories. Don't think that you're any different. Even if your clients are sitting there complaining about your prices, if they're complaining about your prices, energetically, there is not enough respect and power and business energy coming from your side because 
people don't say that to me. They just don't get my services. Do you know what I mean? They don't say in that questioning way. They might say, oh, that's a lot for me. I'm not going to be able to afford it or I'll save up for that. But they don't have that kind of try to nickel and dime you and ask why. Now, there's another woman, Superfly Nails. She's out in San Francisco. She does really great nail art. I love her nail art. Superfly Nails came to me. She said, hey, I've been having the same clients for 10 years. I've been doing it at the same price for 10 years, and I really need your help to raise my prices. But I think my clients are going to leave. And, you know, I, I, you know, all the same, the same minutiae that all of us have. No, no, you don't have any special craziness. So don't, don't think that I can help you. Anything that you say, I probably have said it myself and other people have said it. The reasons why I'm good at teaching all these type of classes that I am teaching because I've had problems with my worth and pricing. I've had problems and issues with perfectionism, you know, and on and on and on. And I figured out ways and solutions and I thought, huh, you know, maybe I can teach other people this because my agent let me know you're not, you don't see any 80 year olds on set on the floor doing pedicures and manicures. So stick with education. He gave me that advice when I um, first started doing celebrity nails and all that kind of stuff. So <clears throat> now when it comes to pricing, if you, and this doesn't only have to do with pricing, this also has to do with implementing policies. Maybe you're fine with your prices and your prices don't need to change, but this would have to, this also method that I teach has to do with standing your ground and running your business, meaning if you have a policy like, hey, now we're going to start taking deposits or hey, if you're late 10 minutes, it's a full charge or, you know, whatever policies you're trying to implement. So you have some structure and some boundaries in your business. And most of us as artists don't have that in our regular life. We did not have that as children. We don't have that um, in adult life. And then we pick partners and relationships where there also are no boundaries or people running over our boundaries and all this stuff. So then clearly it's not going to be on our business either. So I'm not faulting you. I've come from this. I've learned how to implement some things. So even if you want to implement, you know, some policies and, and procedures, the same method I give for this is how you announce a price raise or this is how you announce a new policy or procedure and start to implement it is the same method within my pricing class. So how I, how I learned about this a little bit is that when I first got out of beauty school, I worked at uh, the front desk at a day spa and then I went to nail school while I was still working there. And there was a manicurist who worked there and she had off on Sundays and Mondays. That's why I went to nail school because the manicures where I worked had off on Sundays and Mondays. And after like the 25th person said, I want to have a manicure put on Sunday or Monday, I said, sorry, she's not here. Then they would say, does any place in the, you know, the town I lived in was a uh, Marina Del Rey, California. Does any place in Marina Del Rey have, um, you know, can I get my nails on anywhere on Sunday and Monday anywhere? So it seemed like, huh. I'll go to nail school and just monopolize the business on Sunday and Monday. That's why I went to nail school for real. Um, and I wanted to do something more in the spa industry, but I went to nail school for that. And then, you know, lo and behold, I didn't learn anything at school that would like make me be able to start doing nails the very next day. Really great. So I did work there for a couple months on Sundays and Mondays. And then I did leave and get a job at a nail spa. And that's where I met my mentor and then, you know, got good at my craft and all that. But when I was at this place for this month and a half, I, um, I'm doing the nails because I had worked there for two years at the front desk, but I um, sold gift certificates while I was still in school for a hot stone pedicure because I was really coming out to do spa style pedicures, like, you know, hour pedicures with 20 minute massages and serve sangria. And I was using honey and whole milk and all this stuff. 
I would have went broke if I stayed doing that because it took me three hours to do a basic pedicure because, you know, I just got out of school. The clients were laying down. I was pouring whole milk, like gallons of milk over people's feet. Um, but the woman, Danielle, who had been doing nails there and who had off on Sunday and Monday, she was a Vietnamese woman and she had, uh, had been doing the same clients for 18 years. Okay. Her manicure was $11. I think her pedicure was like 22, 18 years, same prices. I am not even licensed and I'm selling gift certificates for $60, a $60 hot stone pedicure. And she was irate. She was so angry. You know, she was like kind of yelling in a way of like, you know, you don't even know what you're doing. How can you get out of school and charge $60 and da 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 and all this. And I, I can agree with her in certain cases. You know, I recently worked at a beauty school and there was a girl in there um, doing hair services, not even licensed and charging a thousand dollars. And the other teachers were kind of boohooing. And I said, well, you know, if, if, if people are paying it, that's great. But then they said that she had a lot of bad reviews, tons of bad reviews on wherever it would be online. So I was like, all right, let's scale back. Maybe it's, you're not at a thousand dollars yet, you know? But I, was, I wasn't confident in my pedicure service. I was confident in the more the relaxation style and stuff like that and charging 60 bucks for what I was giving. So once she said that, you know, I had already sold like five or six gift certificates and I felt like really, I felt bad. I wasn't the nausea that you know now. I was like, what? And I told the other front desk girl, like Danielle said that like, how dare I be charging $60? I'm not even licensed. I don't know anything. And I wasn't doing the services yet. I set it up so I was selling gift certificates for, for the Christmas season, for people to cash them in after the Christmas season. And I would have, um, in all intents and purposes, been licensed by then. Do you know what I mean? I was already out of school, done with the hours and waiting for my licensing test. But I said, you know, I'm here now. These clients know me and maybe they'll want to try me from the front desk to the pedicure. So that's how I was selling it. Um, and the front desk girl, Jessica, I'll never forget. She really helped mold my uh, manicuring career and like what I'm talking to you about now is that she, I remember because she took her pointer finger and like pounded on my chest, you know, in the center of my chest. And she was like, listen, don't listen to Danielle. She's had these same clients for 18 years. It's up to her to raise her prices. And then Danielle blatantly told me they won't charge more. They live a million dollars home, but they won't pay me more. They're not paying me more. It's like, no, no wealthy person or any other person is going to offer like, Hey, I don't think you're charging enough charge more. It's your job to raise your prices, you know? So anyway, Jessica pounded on my chest there a few times and she was like, listen, what do you think you're worth? I didn't really think I was worth much then, you know? And she's like, what do you think you're worth? Because it's not about the service. They're paying for an hour of nausea time. How much is an hour of nausea's time worth? That's what she said to me before I even had my license or anything. So I just wanted to touch on that a bit here today in case you're in that position, which is, if you are in a bad relationship with your business and resentment is starting to grow, you're going to get so burnt out because so many people are telling me they're burnt out. They have to take a break. They're leaving. They're going to work in a nine to five job. They can't get clients. Da, da, da. People aren't willing to pay. You know, maybe the 10 or 20 people that are close by you aren't willing to pay. But if you have a higher ticket price, you need to go where the higher ticket people are. And it's tricky if you're doing long nails with bling and all that stuff because then most of the time professional women who have the money and have the time and budget that into their life and are willing to pay they're not wearing those type of nails so you have there's a there's a um a tricky mix to finding those kind of long art nails but people that have the appropriate funds to pay for it you know what i mean and i can help with that too um but i wanted to 
uh, touch on that today that, you know, if you're feeling burnout, if you're feeling taken advantage of, if you're feeling run down, if you're mad, you know, that you're doing all this work and, and, you know, you're not getting enough, Hey, most likely you're, you're your own boss. So why are you making the conditions so hard for you? Take it from me. There's 8 billion. Listen to me, 8 billion people on this planet. I don't care if you live in a small town where there's only 200 or 50 people. I can still help you. You can still charge what it is that will make you happy and still be able to have clients and take it from these people at Glam Bliss said, hey, my clients were tipping me extra because they felt so bad I wasn't charging enough. She charged more. No one said a thing. They actually said congratulations. Same with Nintendo. He raises prices. They all said, oh, it's about time. Superfly Nails, she told me that she did the announcement that I teach her because I, I teach how to announce it. You give people about a 30 to 45 day window and you let them know. We write it up so it kind of wards off any questions and all this verbal kung fu. And then if people are asking a bunch of questions like, wow, why, how come all this, which usually my announcement doesn't, it doesn't allow for that many questions. But if there is a question, then we come up with a go-to statement where you say, you know, this is what I value my time at or something like that. Um, but yeah, Superfly now said she sent it out in email to all of her clients that she's had for the past 10 years. And she said um, that no one batted an eyelash. Not a thing. That means no one said anything. And I think it, what we were doing, I don't know if she went through with this, but what we were doing at that time is we were doing an incremental price increase. Like maybe $40 over time. So she wanted to do $20 now which is in, you know, posted in July, and then there will be another price increase January. So kind of let, letting them know we're ramping up to that. Um, because what was happening with her is that she had a, you know, maybe a base price of, this is, I don't know the exact numbers, but like $80, right? And then she had apprentices come in and work for her. And these people that are working under her and newer, newer, N-E-W-E-R, into the game were char charging more than she was. So it was starting to make her feel a certain way. It was making, it was, you know, not even looking that great. If people were like, oh, why, sh why are these, you know, young kids more and this veteran is that. So it's really important to recognize that I don't care what you charge. You know, it doesn't, if it's, you know, I don't want you to do three hours of work for $25. That doesn't make sense in this day and age and, you know, where we're living. But it's more about if you're happy. Do you feel happy? And most people don't. Most people are feeling taken advantage of and the resentment is going to grow where you're going to hate the industry, hate your clients, not even like doing nails anymore. And you came to do this. You know, you probably left a job or decided not to go through with college or not use your college degree and stick with this. So make it doable. I have a pricing class that you can find on my website, najanailguru.com. You can also click the link in my Instagram bio. That's at the underscore nausea. And, you know, contact me if you're really having problems, um, you know, with charging more. Because a lot of times it is a twofold thing. One is the practical steps like, hey, this is how you professionally announce it. This is how you ward off questions and, and that. And then the other thing is a little bit more of a psychological thing. So we do do a deep um, cycle, uh, it's more of a deep, um, exercise to get to your subconscious. What's really running the show, why you really are afraid to stand up for yourself, why you're really afraid to say, this is what I'm charging, why you're really afraid to get yourself worth. So I would really love to help. Um, and yeah, 
if you need to reach out to those people and see because they didn't have one backlash. So I just thought that that was a real fun story and I wanted to share it with you. Thank you.